0: For me, the only, I only kind of judge a restaurant by what their sweet tea tastes like. Oh, they really? love sweet tea. That's
1: a big deal. Like, you can just get that a lot of places Yeah. There.
0: Mm-hmm. And I know, like, some pe- places, like, when I went to Baltimore, like, they didn't know what sweet tea is because it's kind of, oh. like, a southern thing. So, uh, usually, like, when you ask for, like, tea, yeah. you know, they usually say sweetened or unsweetened, and... Usually for like sweet tea, for me, it's like Southern brewed. It's like you taste the sweetness and then you have to taste the tea.
1: Okay. So this there's some parallels, but nothing kind of like that here where, you know, so you get tea, okay, tea bag, hot water or loose, loose leaves, hot water, whatever, like the English breakfast style. Iced tea, which is very much tea flavor at the front. And then, you know, if it's a peach flavored iced tea or whatever, that's what you kind of get after you've you know, tastes like tea in the mouth, and then once you've swallowed it and you get the nice peach flavour afterwards. But nothing that's the other way around where you get the sweetness up front and then the tea flavour at the back. That's kind of different to anything we have here.
0: Yeah, like, when I was um, making sweet tea where I used to work, there was, like, the recipe, you just, like, um, poured so much, like, the ratio, because, like, for southern, it's like it has to be like sweet, but not like overly sweet. Like for other people, it's like mm, like two packets of tea and a drink is good. Us, it's like okay, maybe a quarter. It depends because I want to taste the sweetness. Wow.
1: Packets of tea. Yeah. So how does this stuff come? How does it come packaged? I'm fascinated here.
0: Well, like, um, there's also some like you know pure leaf tea. There's like a uh, sweet, and I think there's extra wow. sweet so as just well. And it's in
1: little, what is it so loose but, leaf in little sachets?
0: Yeah, it's in like little bottles. Um, the tea that I sometimes get, that's like um in a bottle, is like I think Arizona tea. Oh. I think I got that like once, but usually I get tea. the pure so We leaf. get that
1: over here in just bottles in a supermarket you know that sort of thing you can just buy a bottle off the shelf and they come in like a bigger serve which might have three serves in it and then a single serve but that's is that the same sort of style because i mean we get that here but i've just never tried it because i work for a company that makes iced tea and i just don't like supporting the competitor
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like uh for me um i think like just regular tea is like too bitter like i have to have sweetness because i'm so used to having like um because like in my area it's like very like you gotta have some meat they're really big on meat. like i remember um one time like i actually went to a pig roast and that was really interesting
1: that sounds good talk me through that that sounds great
0: yeah they roasted a whole pig yeah i was like helping you know setting up there's like because you know coleslaw is pretty big
1: yeah fair enough for something Um, like that'd go great too
0: and corn yeah so that was really interesting, like, um, really big on meat and stuff, like hoagies yeah, and all that. said hoagies right, before, so and I've heard,
1: I hear them get referenced in shows, is. especially that are set on the U.S. East Coast. But I, in all honesty, I couldn't tell you what's on a hoagie. Can you walk me through that? Because I just don't even know.
0: <laughs> okay, so yes. you know a hot dog bun? Okay, it's right. larger, and the bread is, like, thicker and, like, crunchier. Ah, it's like cool. a baguette. Yep kind of like feeling and so it's like a hot dog bun and you usually have it like that length or you cut it in half and it depends on what kind of meat for me i like the chicken hoagies so you put chicken on it lettuce and mayonnaise then it's like heated up so it's like really good most people get like meatball hoagie so you put meatballs on it a little bit of like sauce cheese so it depends on like what kind of so
1: meat. the part that makes it a hoagie compared to it being named anything else is that it's in a particular style bun or is it that it's prepared with meat in a certain way? I'm just trying to get my head around the distinction. It's about um, the bun? On the bun. Yeah, it's
0: cool. like, well, that makes yeah, sense. the bun.
1: But this is one of these things where, you know, so well, you wouldn't have to question that if you grew up in an area where that's kind of a thing. But, like, I'm on a remote island in the middle of nowhere. I'm hearing people talking about them and then no one explaining it. I'm like, I don't know what it is, (laughs) but they look great. (laughs) Uh, And then, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, um, here's, like, you know, biscuits and gravy. I've heard a little bit about that. The biscuits, Um, um,
1: you know, that's what you guys would call cookies. We call biscuits. So then to hear an American voice saying biscuits kind of sounds out of place. Uh, But they're kind of almost more like little dumpling scone things, aren't they?
0: It's like, um, I know, know the Pillsbury, Pillsbury Dough Doughboy, Boy. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, on the commercial where it's like, you know, the biscuit, like the commercial about, um, like the layers, so you can like rip it. Yeah, so you'll get the commercials
1: with the Pillsbury Doughboy. I just get the hippies and television things because, you know, Americans know them, know, know what the Pillsbury is about. And I just know that the P- Pillsbury Doughboy exists <laughs> and what he looks like. Um, haven't got a relationship with the Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we use them all the time for like um cinnamon rolls. I'm okay. not, I'm not big on cinnamon rolls, but we use them for that. Yeah, um, croissants. Um, here, here, I'll show you a picture of like what a oh cool. biscuits and gravy is. It's so like you. Yeah, it's usually um easy to make per se. Um, another thing that's really big is buckwheat. Um, like buckwheat. Pancakes. I never had them. Well, no, I actually had them once. It's not my thing. It's like, it's not like, like fluffy pancakes. It's more dense.
1: They're kind yeah. of like
0: earthy. So we've got this
1: thing called damper, yeah. which is essentially pretty much just flour and water. Um, that, you know, you can cook in a pretty unsophisticated way. It was sort of something that Swagman used to use in the Outback when they were sort of, you know, I guess, um, either trekking or exploring or or whatever they were sort of doing in the Outback in way, way back colonial days. And it's a pretty unsophisticated um, recipe that, you know, then becomes sort of, uh, oh, you might make that on one of our big sort of nationalistic public holidays. We've got a day in late January called, and, and, you know, rather inventively called Australia Day, which is like a national holiday, kind of like 4th of July. And then there's also a day where we honour service people, Uh, who had passed away in in helping us have the lifestyle we have over here called Anzac Day. That's in late April. And they're kind of the two occasions you might make a damper roll. But they kind of just look like those biscuits there kind of look like the baby version of what damper is. Or if you Google up a Devonshire tea as well, there's these lovely little – this is an English tradition that sort of came over at one point. And a Devonshire tea is often like a a cup of tea, you know, an Earl Grey or an English breakfast tea, and you get a scone with – jam, like a raspberry, strawberry jam, and a uh, a bit of whipped cream. And like scones, it looks the same as your biscuit for your biscuits and gravy, but it's kind of, I guess, baked to be taller and a bit narrower. And they're kind of the two things that look the most familiar to me when I see the biscuits and gravy picture you gave me there. Like, oh, well, that looks like the baby of two things that I already know that aren't that.
0: <laughs> yeah, and another thing that I forgot... Um, it's like baked steak and gravy. That's also well, steak really and gravy big. You
1: would be a winner over here anyway. But I mean, if you can grill it, we're into it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and like usually for um, me, it's kind of like um, since you know we're kind of southern. I know everyone like knows us from the meme of like country roads and all that. Since that was like, I remember when it was like a meme and everyone knew the song. And um I know like for most of the events, like after it's over, they oh, yeah. usually play All right. Country so Roads.
1: Um, but the rest of that's really a new concept to me. It's almost like I come from a different planet. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, Aussie boy, I need <laughs> to explain to you this I know, like, ritual you're around like a from... country Roads song. Sit still. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, I remember that I was um like one of the teachers was like teaching us about like the country yeah. song for like John Denver. And I think it was okay. Mainly I think it was like kind of based on okay. Virginia.
1: I mean it mentions West Virginia, right? Um
0: from like most of like the places. By name. Yeah. Because like Um, well most of the places were like kind of in Virginia because um because the Shenandoah River, the Blue Ridge Mountains, are like, yep. kind of, because, yep. you know, it's a river. <laughs> so it's kind the of going is its through. Way through
1: yep. And I definitely have heard of that, that, you know, the Blue Ridge Mountains are pretty well known, even all the way over here in Dinky Dye Aussie.
0: Yeah, it's also in um, Fallout 76. Oh. I never played, but I remember it was like really big because everyone's like, oh my ride. gosh, West Virginia, yes. Uh, wow,
1: well, <laughs> so I'm particularly old and I used to play the very early Fallout games back when they had numbers that were in single digits. Yikes. <laughs> back in my day. <laughs> back in my F5 day. TV channels and everything was in black and white. Back in my day, I
0: had back to ride day, a, a ride Take my
1: Evo to school. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> To bring your pet to school, day, And <laughs> <laughs> my break <friend>, crocodile. <laughs> Super.
0: And isn't it like, um, do you wear crocodile teeth? Like for reckless? I wish I could Is say that, a that was a thing,
1: because that sounds really awesome, but no, miss busted on that one, I'm afraid. Boo.
0: Dang. That would have been so cool. Like, yeah, I kinda had a scuffle with this one crocodile, but I got him in the end. Oh, this is I one of those jokes that we have teeth. where, you know, if
1: you present like you've, you know, got scratches on your face or something. From, you know, it could be something innocuous. You fell over. You were playing rugby on the weekend and kind of copped a straight boot or punch or whatever. And you present with wounds on your face and people say, oh, what happened to you? Then the, the standard Aussie joke response is to go, oh, mate, you should see the other guy, you know. And that, I guess, is the joke around the crocodile teeth there. <laughs> that, that would be, that's how we would approach that too. We just go, oh, yeah, yeah, you should see the croc, you know. I didn't get attacked by the croc. You should see. I attacked the croc. You know. Um, I can imagine that being like the immunity necklace. I'm, I'm right into Survivor at the moment. I've sort of started watching every series at the start of the pandemic back in March, and I'm 38 series of the way through. And I just think if they ever did another series here, that would be your, your immunity necklace. It would be um, it would be just crocodile teeth. <laughs> yeah, that would oh, be pretty no cool whooping, though. Right? I mean, for those of us who are nerdy enough to still like Survivor 20 years in. Um, But yes, guilty.
0: I know my dad wants to be on it with me. He has like the bandana.
1: My kids have gotten into it a bit. And my youngest one is always saying, okay, so I'm going to tell you what my challenge is. And you've got to say, Survivor's ready, go. And then you've got to follow me around and commentate what's happening like Jeff does. (laughs) Um, She's very sweet, very funny. She's got right into it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: like, um, some of the shows that I watch is, like, kind of old because, like, growing up, my mom, um, played some of the shows that, like, she used to watch, um, you know, like, yes. I've watched, like, The Golden Girls, MASH, Seinfeld.
1: We recently tunes. watched the entire back catalogue of The Golden Girls, and by recently, last few years, uh, Roseanne as well, um, that family as well it was kind of a double whammy because, uh, they had the same surname as my family, so the Connor family, and and I've, my brother's Dan, so that was kind <laughs> of cool to have have that. So we must. My wife and I only recently rewatched all of that. Gee, those last couple of series got really kooky in both of those shows. Actually, uh, hard to keep coming up with new gear, I guess. Once you're seven and eight series in, uh, but I've been watching Scrubs. I've watched Scrubs a hundred times anyway, but I've been watching it again more recently too because there's been a podcast with, um, where where Turk and JD are. Rewatching it as well and telling the stories of things that happened on set. And, you know, they both have had careers well beyond Scrubs as well. So then coming back to it going, oh, wow, we were so young and stupid. Um, Here's things that I can add to that now from where my career has taken me, knowing the things I know now and laughing at myself 20 years ago sort of thing. And that's been fun. I've been enjoying that.
0: I know, like, for me, I th- it's almost been a year since yeah. I started this podcast and, like, how big I've grown. Like, my first episode is, like, like over the years you evolved. Like,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm getting kind of better I at this. I went back and listened to your first few episodes like, really, but... a few weeks back because uh, I'd listened to some of the more recent ones, and it's great to see an evolution like that. I'm really uh, – I'm sort of into seeing things grow and change, and that's sort of something that fascinates me a bit. And, and I could definitely see that in your show from early on, whereas, yes, you know, well, talking in the, the common hall at uni with a mate, um, it's much more structured in terms of the way you present it, and it, it's still got that lovely oh, let's just have a conversation, we'll just talk about what comes up. But you've definitely got a lot more polish now, which is kind of cool,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I'm still kind of chaotic because, like, <laughs> I don't stay on the same subject, I go all over, and people are like, Oh, what? and we've been okay, all over the we'll map today, I mean,
1: everywhere, we've done everything, <laughs> we've talked about. Hand-sized spiders, yeah. About, uh, country roads, all sorts of foods, weird accents. It's been great. Invented animals. It's been super. Yeah, like,
0: that's kind of my vibe. Like, you know, like, and it's really hard thinking of, like, <laughs> titles. <laughs> I talk about so much, so I'm like, um, yes. I'll pick, like, two things that I remember. <laughs> but you can hear a lot more. I think titles is
1: one of the hardest things about publishing a podcast. <laughs> it's one of my... Yeah, like I think, the it is never judge a book by its cover, right? But man, people just do, right? People are going to look at a title and go, "All right, well, I know what to expect." It's written here on the label, um, and and I think you know, there's there's a lot of pressure to get kind of get something that you know will represent it well.
0: Yeah, because usually, like, I just, like, post whatever, like, I literally just be like, hey, we're just going to talk about this thing. And they're like, oh, what kind of topics? So i like, <laughs> um, I can give you
1: general. We'll be talking about, here's the topic, <laughs> stuff. We'll just be talking about stuff. You know much about it. So. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I've <laughs> oh, definitely. I
0: know, because, like, um, I've always been, like, interested, like, because I've always, like, told stories and, like over the years, especially essays, like, I'm not good at structuring, like, okay, there's the introduction, the body paragraph kind of needs help, there's <laughs> a little bit for structure. Well, no, you're
1: definitely good at getting into the topic, but I mean, it's one thing to write it and get someone else to read it, than it is to just talk about stuff, you know, <laughs> that's that's a much tougher game, oh man, I wouldn't want to have to write stuff, gosh.
0: I don't, like, I'm getting actually better at it, because, like, um, a few weeks ago, I actually wrote an epic poem, like, kind of like um, a very modern oh, wow. version of Beowulf. And so <laughs> how I write is, like, everyone knows it's like me because, like, you, you don't know. Like, you can read the thoughts as I write. You're like, okay, I know what um, <laughs> they're going to write about next. I'm like, okay, yes, it's kind of predictable. But look here, it's a pentacorn <laughs> battling you. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> okay.
1: Lead you down you one way. Bam bam am, from left field. <laughs> oh, speaking of oh, bamboozles, have you ever had, had like yes, bean boozles? My kids boozles? are seven and ten, and they're I they watch a lot of YouTube videos of people doing these challenges around things like, you know, eating weird foods and those bean boozles. i uh, have got my kids absolutely uh, transfixed. They love them. The whole idea that you could get a sweet flavor or dirty old socks. Like, I don't know which one I'm going to get. Oh, God, what's going to happen? I think it's amazing.
0: I know, I was yeah. so traumatized. Like, me and my sister, we tried it, and... <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't think I'll eat it again, because the good flavors are good. <laughs> Bad ones, he, I could not look at spoiled. Oh, or milk ruined. in general. You oh, could not look at milk.
1: Man, I'm so sorry. That sounds awful. A whole category of things ruined by one thing.
0: <laughs> I don't like, um... For me, I remember how like for my YouTubers, I go all over the place. Like it's like everyone says, okay, so what's like the type that you you know listen to and all that? I'm like, great yeah. question. See, we have some commentary, uh-huh. some animation, some music, and we also got you know, oh wow, uh, Trixie Mattel and
1: um, Anthony all Padilla. Over the bat. <laughs> yeah, just. Yeah, oh, but yeah, you know, that's the the you know the complex fabric that makes up a person. Not everyone sort of just got their archetype and then they stay within that. You've got to you know dip your toes in the water of other stuff um, occasionally, and then sometimes those things just kind of become fascinations that you know that's what makes people interestingly different from each other. You know, I think that's kind of what I like about meeting people the most in my work. I work in yeah. for a big drink company, and I'm constantly introducing <coughs> myself to strangers all the time, and. It's just, you you meet some super interesting people because you sort of, you can get a broad brushstroke of what they're sort of going to be like, but once you spend more time with a person, they find ways to surprise you because they're into things that, you know, I wouldn't imagine that, or they're into things that you don't know a lot about, and then they can educate you all about stuff. And, you know, there's fun in that.
0: Yeah, it's like my music taste. Like, I have a wide range, but the only music I can't listen to is country music. (laughs) I cannot. I cannot. (laughs) Because uh, one time at work, it was like the same station. But it was like the same, like, I think, Uh, it's the same songs over and over. So, um, like, I was like driving and I heard the song and I was like, I have to change it. I cannot, like, it's it's not not my thing.
1: thing. Are at the point where the songs that you've heard over and over again. It only takes just getting to the part of the song that has that little earworm bit, and then it's just gone. You're gone for the whole day. It's just in there. It's irremovable, unable to be shaken, and you just don't want to expose yourself to that point. Because I I would definitely get that. I mean, I spent a lot of my life working in grocery stores over here uh, before the work I do now. Nine years in those fluorescent, uh, interesting little joints where you know they they, it was so uncivilized. (laughs) You'd be, you'd have this cassette deck that was playing the music over the the general announcement system in the store. And, I mean, they were sent to us by, you know, the copyright company who the the business subscribed to. So we were getting pop music or whatever, but it was all, you know, just making sure that the artists were getting royalties or something. But it was cassettes, you know. So those things are only very, very short, you know, maybe 90 minutes, and then all of a sudden you're back to the first song again. For months and months (laughs) and yeah there's some songs from that experience totally traumatizing um there's a whole bunch of yeah it's a whole bunch of really early 90s songs i think because at that stage uh the general the, the average age of a shopper this is all that you know uh, corporate garble they go into of, oh the average age of our shopper will be about 28 years old and this would be the music they would have listened to in high school so let's put on that music to make them feel comfort make them stay in the store longer and spend more money and so just all this 90 91 to sort of 1994 esque pop music from that that time is, is difficult because of the overexposure
0: are there any like Australian like bands Or anything?
1: Um, Who would be? Like
0: any Australian music?
1: I mean, so it's such a funky little industry here. Everyone in Australia knows all the Australian bands, but so few get out of here and make it bigger. (sighs) It's a great question. Um, I just can't think of anybody who's currently on the big arc. A few years back, there was an Australian girl who was a rapper named Iggy Azalea who had a couple of big songs. And she's from one of these towns that has a real Aussie oh, name. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: I can't remember oh. which is from, but something like Kununurra, a town like that. Uh, yeah. She's not from Kununurra, but, you know, a town that has a real Aussie vibe to it. And it's a real slack jawed you know, down-the-beaten-track sort of town. Uh, so she's probably... Uh, they're, they're, I'm really going to do my country a service here by not knowing because I don't listen to all the paper pop music now. Uh, but she's probably the most recent example I because straight off the bat. But there's a lot of older... Bands. There was a band called Cold Chisel for a long time in the 80s and 90s. Who had a lot of, you know, really Bruce Springsteen esque kind of tracks. Uh, really represented the, the blue collar worker, uh, that sort of, you know, real Aussie bloke kind of music, blokey bloke kind of music uh, that made it offshore and, and did all right. Um, there's an artist uh, who's been doing music for 25, 30 years named Kylie Minogue, who occasionally has a song that Americans. Um, pop the head up. At. She won a Grammy at one point for a song, um, but she's been at it for a long time. And I guess if people don't know her now, they'll never know her. So probably the best examples I could think of right now.
0: Oh. Yeah, I remember when Iggy was like really big, and oh, I forget what year
1: she had that. Oh I'm my gosh! What was like, was like her one big song?
0: It was like in the Widow. Which I
1: yes, that had the same success, but definitely. I'm oh my gosh, so yes. Famous. Oh, man, that's one. My... Yeah. Already you already know. <laughs> that's all I've got in the international music stage. <laughs> there we go. We covered music in one minute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think just, like, other countries are really fascinating because I know, like, for history and, like, the education system, at least for me, um, it was kind of, like, generalized, or, like, they kind of brush like brush past it. It wasn't, like, all the countries. Like, oh, yeah, um, so India had oh, this, yeah. and this year, alright, next, we had, you know, this and this, and, you know, for, like, you know, U.S. history, it's kind of hard to cover if it's, like, if you go in depth oh, so much, yeah. like, even presidents, I cannot tell you. Like, I think, yeah, George Washington's <laughs> the first one, three, that's and all. <laughs> like, heat, right? I can't tell you the order. <laughs>
1: I mean, don't feel bad about that. Yeah. Um, I, I know all Australian presidents, um, and they're not presidents here, they're prime ministers, but, you know, same job, right? Um, I know a bunch of their names. The town I live in, they've named mm-hmm. most of the suburbs after different politicians because it's, you know, a government town. Um, so if you told me a list of them, we'd go, oh, yeah, and there's a suburb named after that dude, and there's a suburb named after that dude. Um, but aside from the more recent, the last 25 years, then I wouldn't know millions of them. I certainly wouldn't know them in order. Holy cow. Um it's a general trivia thing that's good to know um, if you ever were sort of a, a trivia sort of person um, over here to, to sort of be familiar with British Prime Ministers and, and American Presidents. Uh, sort of, it's it's a handy trivia knowledge to have, but I mean, it doesn't serve much more purpose than just being great and a trivia night and winning a meat trade. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, like for me, my general like history, I guess, is like some things here and there, yeah. then I do like my own research per se, like especially like yeah. an English class, like Edgar Allan Poe. Everyone's like, Oh, yeah, he wrote this mm. and this and this. I'm like, Well, he made wow, his bet you cousin." like that, <laughs> yeah. And I think that's kind of ironic because one of his uh writings he wrote was like the fall of the house of Usher, and how um, one like it was Madeline. And Roderick, and they were companions wow. and also twins.
1: Okay, so, wow, that dude's got some complex yeah.
0: going on. I know, well, he was like a kind of like, you know, a goth writer and all that, so he wrote like a lot of stories. I remember I did like a project right. when I was in fifth wow. grade. So I know, like you know, the Telltale Heart and all that. It's about like a guilty conscience, like sorry, kind of killed you. And um, the cask wow. of Montiago.
1: I know the Telltale Are Heart of the Simpsons episode. I don't <laughs> <one of them. laughs> that's, that's where I got my get Allen Poe from. The Simpsons.
0: Thank you very <laughs> much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like um, I, I, I need to read more, but it's like kind of hard because, like, in general. The i only read if it's like a kind of a good storyline like especially like you know young yep. adult books you know about teenagers like oh this is my life it's like okay there's only so many like romance yeah. stuff you can write about about oh boy meets girl the girl you know is like i'm sorry like that's not this isn't like a hallmark mer- no, movie like in book form like i'm not into those kind it. of books <laughs> Yeah, like, I think the one thing, like, I was really into is, like, you know, Percy Jackson, Rick Riordan. Oh, wow. I learned so much about, like, mythology. Like, all his works. Oh,
1: I see. Now, yeah, that's endless bucket works. too, mythology, because it comes with so much like, interpretation too. Like, you know, Greek. Too. So that can constantly be new.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know as much Egyptian, but I know, um, some Norse and all that. If he, like, writes, like, any type of of, like, you know, mythology, I'll be like, yeah, I'm in mean, it, Australian, like, wait, were there any Australian yeah, Most Australian are
1: sports people, so <laughs> <laughs> that's what we care about, sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, technically
0: so, Chris Hemsworth was our representation,
1: I would be okay with it. <laughs> I think I would speak above all Australians when I say <laughs> I endorse this, Stephen. <laughs> You've probably had enough of political statements probably, from over there. Yeah, like it's, it's a rare thing where I would care too much about foreign politics, <laughs> oh but God. this particular U.S. election, I got right into it, and I know you probably don't want to go down a rabbit hole on that, so we can pull that up wherever you want. But I was so interested.
0: <laughs> yeah, it just, yeah, just the memes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like this year has been crazy, like twenty twenty. Right? Like if anything to can happen this
1: year, right? everything and anything that's possible happened. I mean, yeah. if you told yourself this day last year okay so here's what life is going to have been like for the last 12 months you'd be like yeah okay uh you need to lie down and i'm going to call the nurse but yeah um, because it has been i've realized in all honesty how flippantly i used to use the word unbelievable because i think the last 12 months of, of life on earth has been actually truly the best representation of the word unbelievable truly unbelievable because I think if you explained some of the things you've lived through in the last 12 months to yourself 12 <laughs> months ago, that person would be in disbelief. It would sound like you're just making stuff up.
0: Yeah. Especially, like, um, I know that, for me, Yeah. like, I started, you know, this podcast before the pandemic, so I was like, yeah, let's see what's going on, and, you know, getting some, like, um, a lot of people that like I hung out like literally, you know, go to school or go to like you know a Let's place with friends yeah, and like, hey simple, right. I'm just gonna pull up my phone. Let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> so like now it's like it's easier now because on it's so you can good. just send out oh, a link and then boom. So
1: good. <laughs> uh, I started a podcast as well just through the pandemic because I had time. My work made me. Um, you know, consider should I use as much of the excessive leave that I had just from having got my long service leave with the place I work. And it was sad because I'd only just got it. I had some plans to travel, but obviously then the world couldn't travel anyway. And um, if folks in our business were good enough to use a bunch of their leave, our, our place would probably not have to um, shrink the workforce at all. So I sort, sort of thought it was the right thing to do to invest, taking the time off and making sure that at least I wasn't at risk of, of not having work. Uh, but it did mean that I had a lot of spare time and I finally got around to starting up this podcast. And it, the way I was talking to guests on that was literally to just Facebook Messenger conversation and just call them on that and then record it on a second device. So it's close enough to hear me and close enough to hear the speaker and it was terrible. And somebody put me onto Anchor and it is great. Ah, so simple. Use it for heaps of stuff now.
0: Yeah, and, like, I started because, like, yeah. you know, I tell stories going all over the place and, you know, <laughs> my <laughs> commentary. So one of my yep. friends was, like, you know, you have, like, good voice and like, stories for, like, a podcast or even a radio. So I, I'm i very, yeah. like, I was, like, really impulsive. So i I'm like, yeah, might as well see what's going on. My you know said to my friend, hey, you want to, you know, just record? And they're like, sure. And that's how I, like, kind of speedballed this. And I've grown so much, like, I'm like, I think 750 wow, well followers done. now on the podcast Insta. I'm like, oh, that's okay.
1: Well, wow. and, and as you're saying, like, oh, you've only been at this <laughs> a year now, and that's a heck of a milestone. A year. You gotta have a plan mm-hmm. for someone special to bring on for a year. Like that'll be like a birthday.
0: Wow. Yeah, like, um, well, in May I had um, oh, you know yes. the, podca- the podcast, the podcaster Just Isabel things. She, yeah, I did an episode with her, so I'm thinking of, like, doing, like, you know, a That's year of a nice baby, story. like, seeing how yeah. things are going and all that. But, yeah, I don't know what to do. Like, I know I'm doing, like, yeah. more, like, kind of live streams since I'm, like, you know, home doing stuff. So, I'm like, yeah, might as well. Like, I'm playing, I literally just play my Kindle Fire what? and play, like, uh, FNAF 2 and 3 because I need to have other people watch <laughs> me because, like, oh, I literally no. get too scared. Even though I died uh... on the first night. Enough
1: but yeah it's tougher to do social stuff uh depending on what restrictions are like in different parts um restrictions here have been really eased so you know gatherings and and seeing people is so much easier and it's not the case everywhere else you know it's not the case everywhere else and it's
0: well it's, over here because
1: i talk to people from <laughs> from the stateside quite a bit and it's, it, i find it hard to talk about how things are over here because it does sound a little bit braggy to be like well you know uh, we all went out and my whole family went out for dinner and stuff because you can just do that here and, and there's the infection rate so under control in 99% of places here and it's a it's just I know that that's not what life is like for so many folks on, on the other side and I um, just it, it was only such a short period of time we were under such you know heavy household restrictions of where you could move to and what sort of groups you could be in and uh, and that was tricky even just over here for the short time we had it. So for folks who were still out it eight, nine months later, um, you know, I really try to be super respectful of that because I can't imagine that's been easy in any way.
0: Yeah, like, um, for me, like, I know, like, some states yeah. in particular, like, they have, like, their own set of rules, per se, and like, restrictions and all that. And for me, like, they just, like, restricted more or, like, going, like, for Thanksgiving. Because
1: that's a big deal over there, right? <laughs> oh, my god! It's gosh. not a thing over here at all, like, but it's some a big people, deal over there, and it's a yeah. gathering thing, right? And people Christmas. Travel. One of the days where people travel the furthest, right, for Thanksgiving. And, like, people can't do that. Mm-hmm.
0: It's going to be kind what, you just of hectic. Zoom Thanksgiving and you know, everyone
1: just sets up a laptop at the end of we'll their table see. so they can all connect with their <laughs> is that not? How do you do it? Like, What's the virtual Thanksgiving? Is there an app for this? There should be an app.
0: <sighs> yeah, like for me, like I'm so used to Zoom. But the thing is, I'm really good at just like <laughs> um, daydreaming. So, like, I'm really good at, like, looking Have like I'm in a continuing, reading a book. <laughs> this and year? I'm, or I'm something you're already like, naturally... Like, I will do the work. <laughs> yeah, I literally taught myself. It's, like, on instinct. Like, if someone's not talking to me, I'm like, boom, I'm over here, um, just thinking about I'm in Italy, <laughs> talking to, I don't know, Julius <laughs> Caesar well, or something. Okay. Like, yeah, I'm in my own world. Uh, I
1: learned behavior well of that. Because, <laughs> I mean, if that's the social... <laughs>
0: But the oh, thing yeah, is, if it gives me, like, and ideas that's how and you stuff. Do
1: social now, because yeah. it's just the way life has to be where you are. Um, then, yeah, I can imagine that you've... Yeah, yeah. And, and I, like, an event where it's always such a personal event, like Thanksgiving and Christmas, where you, people do travel and they spend the time with people they don't necessarily see all the time, um, that's kind of got to be a bit of an adjustment to get the head around. Well, that probably doesn't happen the way we used to it this year, or at all, which would suck.
0: Yeah, like, um, I think just, like, this year, because, like, for me, um, yep. you know, I'm a, a senior, and, and, like, the, um, the seniors before me were, like, cu- yeah, they, like, didn't have graduation and all that. Well, like, I me mean, this year, this whole year has been different, because, like, elites like, they had, like, you know, right. the three quarters of it, of, like, having their senior year. Well, it's like kind of odd because like yeah, we're trying to do like kind of class bonding. Yeah. But it's like we have to so do it differently now. I
1: mean, you've got a class full of people and I probably haven't met a bunch of them before, but you've been in class with them for half a year. It's kinda of weird.
0: Yeah. But the thing is like I'm already like kind of, you know, um, accepting, like, yeah, like, yeah. I'm already, you know, set foot in the door for like college, but if, <laughs> if it's online, I feel like I'll be just the college life, that's right? What I've been looking forward to, like, you know, yeah, the door. No, nothing, yeah, so I mean,
1: yeah, like, so we'll, we shall that see that expectation. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got an I, idea of what I think college should be like, it, yeah, and that, what you're that, thinking you should have been like. So this is the thing yeah. you tell yourself a year ago. So here's how my life is yeah. today. And that person would slap you up the side of the head because and send you like, to bed with a big glass of water and say, don't get up until I get you some medicine. <laughs> <laughs> because it all sounds in the fiction.
0: <laughs> yeah, like for me, um, you know, making the memories with like what I have and all that, um, specifically, you know, doing the things I like, like, um, you know, during quarantine, it's like, oh, I actually found, like, what I'm good at. Um, like, drawing. I'm really good at doing, like, makeup looks and doing this. Like, I think I'm well, kind of good at it, but I, I'm just it, it. That makes it all the more, you know. <laughs>
1: and people more enjoy and more it. the to continue to do it, right? People get spurred on by seeing their own improvements. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's a lovely thought. It's
0: raw and authentic. <laughs> Because, yeah, like, one, because I'm kind of lazy to edit. And I was, like, what would I edit? You know, like, I'm if it's more than like an hour or if it's half yeah. an hour, that's like too long for they're me. I'm finding that curse I would think too, to do. Just, just like here, here to go to my
1: little thread. And I like it produced to, you know, a bit of a level. And it just means I'm spending so much time post producing. I'll have my conversations with people or I'll record people's segments to go in my little, my silly little show. And then I go back through and I'll edit out where people say, um, if I can do it neatly, I'll edit out long breaths. I'll, you know, I, I try and tweak it to the max to get the pace up.
0: Oh, before I had, I said, um, yeah, I said, um, and like so yeah. many times. Cause like I couldn't think of words and stuff because yeah. by myself, it's hard to like think of words and stuff. While if you're with someone else, you can just spitball conversation going back and forth. Because on my own, um, I can do it, but it's like I'm not doing anything interesting. Like, what <laughs> am I going to say? Like, oh yeah, this it's such day a I, thing I
1: when ate you have beans or something. Like, a lot of that um no. time is taken up while the other person's having. A, you know, while they're talking, you might otherwise have been driving narrative by yourself, and you'll use um to buy yourself that second to complete the thought that you're about to say and You can get that thought complete while the other person's talking and you're listening to them as well. So it does take out a lot of that arm time. I do realize too that everybody who I've spoken to and I've gone back through and it out has this wonderful, uh, a second thing as well, where it might be that they take a long break, their sentences are disjointed, like I'm sort of doing now, which I'm so aware of. But the guest might say, like, or, but they'll have one of those that are a little, you know, thought jogger they're almost like a tick and I don't think people realise they've got them either until you play them back to them and they go oh gee I'll say this a lot so there was also that level of me being aware that you know if people don't know they've got it I also want to represent them in the best light possible so I will go back and edit those out where I can to try and not shatter the illusion people have of themselves as well
0: yeah like um because for me, like my kind of, you know, podcast, like the theme and all that, is literally, like structured. just talk. Well, yours is like you know, yeah, sports theme and oh, yeah. Like <laughs> if you guys want to follow um, Astro League, you should all follow on Astro, League podcast, it's by the way. <laughs> Astro League podcast. Astro League podcast.
1: So this is the corporate guy in me. That's the problem. I've yeah. the big in um, I like seeing things grow. So I guess. That's what that's become. Originally, my little show was just going to be me, you know, sharing a bit of information from our little silly fantasy football league, just with the 15 guys not named me in that league. And the more I put into it, the more I thought, you know, I should probably share some of this. And um, it gave me a great opportunity to meet other podcasters and to learn a bit about what makes a podcast theirs and, you know, how... um, you know, imitation is the highest form of flattery. I've managed to just pinch little ideas from a whole range of other podcasts to try and help what I think makes my little podcast and the way I promote it a lot better. And I've been able to take things from some of the weirdest places. So, you know, I think this is a great example where it's so much more conversational. It doesn't have to have an agenda or topic, it doesn't have to have structured series of questions. Uh, and I've so you know, I really probably need to bring a lot more of that casual nature into the way I present some parts of what I do. But then I've seen from other podcasters who they've got like a trailer on their shows feed of what their show's about. Oh great, well you know, that's a great idea. Even though your podcast is two women talking about being empowered women and that has nothing to do with fifteen guys in Australia playing fantasy American football. Man, I just got inspiration out of that. You know, so it comes from such broad places if you you let yourself find it as well, which is kinda cool.
0: Yeah, there's oh. a lot of ranges of like types of podcasting, and like you meet people from all over. Like I wouldn't have thought <laughs> yeah, of like, oh, yeah, struggling. just you know, met an well, Australian. Half, <laughs> it, we just
1: hadn't been that uh, we crashed into each other because of the way we both you know promote our podcasts, and that's so cool, right? You know, just a chance meeting, and then all of a sudden you strike up a conversation, and here we are talking for an hour yeah. and a half on a Thursday morning, <laughs> which would sound weird for you, because it's a still Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, for yeah, me, so it's, it's still Wednesday.
1: If you're exposed yeah. <laughs> to the opportunity to find cool little inspirations and, and make new little friendships along the way, um, that whole stop and smell the roses thing, um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's there's a lot to be said for it because you, you learn a lot. Mm-hmm. You just If you want to learn, it's all there to be learned, and you, you can find it in the strangest places. I'm definitely finding that. I'm just I'm finding I'm learning from some of the strangest places.
0: Yeah, like, I really, like, this community, it's, like, you're just, like, literally just voicing, you know, your ideas and opinions and all that, and, you know, for me, that's, like, really cool, and, like, you know, yeah, I have a place a great... of, like, hey, if you want to listen, here.
1: <laughs> I think the thing that's probably my favorite about the podcast community mm-hmm. is, <laughs> oh, I mean, this is one of them, is that people are so happy to collaborate and reach out and share ideas and information and, and time with each other, but that from the folks who I've spent my time talking to in these last three or four weeks since I've really started trying to um, embed myself a bit in the community and and get get to know people who produce, uh, that the approach isn't a competitive one. The approach is very much a, well, if we could get more people listening to podcasts, that helps all of us. So if you can take some inspiration off me or if I can give you a tip about something or if, you know, you can come on my show and I can come on your show, it really is the whole rising, tide lifts all boats approach which i really love there's so few communities like that and it was just a nice surprise to see that the independent podcasting community very much is well let's all just share and more people listening to anything is actually good for everyone
0: yeah it just shows yeah. like anyone can start
1: i actually hadn't realized like, how simple it is to it's for like, everyone. i would have done this last year if i had realized just how simple it was because I, I had a plan to do it and then it just kind of got away from me. And then <laughs> mine is very much based around the events of things happening in a season of a professional sport. So once that season started, I thought, no, I've missed the boat next year. And I probably wouldn't have even got around to it this year if it wasn't happening all that time off. <laughs> with the, the whole pandemic shut down and not being at work for a large part of the middle of the year or being at work sporadically for the large part of the middle of the year where even when I was at work, I was very distracted by all these little things I'd started outside of work Uh, and and still very distracted by it now. But I think I would have started it much sooner if I had realised how easy it is because it really is, hey, if you've got an iPhone and you've got an internet connection, away you go. Uh, No worries. I just really wish I'd sort of give myself the chance to to put it up last year too because by now I think my evolution would have been so much further along. That's kind of cool, though, isn't it? Don't you? So you've been at it a year, yeah. and you can already see the differences. Have you gone back and listened to your first couple of episodes anytime recently, or do you want to save that for something to do so you can see the growth?
0: I mean, I usually don't really listen to my voice that much, like here and there to like kind of oh, get yeah. like a gist of like, okay, what kind of title should I <laughs> put for this episode? Does
1: it freak you out? So
0: hearing myself like from way back yeah because it's like I can tell right. like, I'm more fluent I guess in some sense and like easier to just I think like think of words to say, say their topics voice and they haven't
1: heard it before recorded and played back to them or they haven't heard it for a long time and they think to themselves how little they sound like that when they well, how little they think they sound like it when they talk they're only hearing it from inside their own head and then once you hear it projected Into something that records it and then play back. You go, that does not sound like me, and it freaks people out a bit. Uh, And a lot of people then will say, "Man, I don't like my voice," because you're just so used to knowing how it sounds, the way you've thought it sounds for however many years, and then once you do actually hear it, it kind of, yeah, it's like an illusion shattering moment, right?
0: Well, the way you hear it, yeah, like the way you hear voices, like from like your ears, like you hear directly where it is because when you it's like reverberating because like your yeah. ears are a little like close to your you know mouth noises <laughs> so you hear it differently when it's recorded because when you recorded like the tone i think you're it's lower or higher it depends like you well, hear the voice instance, i think there's a whole bunch of frequencies you not really frequency that like, have
1: deadened out or enhanced by having also the sound coming from within your body being heard from the inside out but also from the outside in where then it comes out of your mouth and then your ears hear it. I think you're just getting it from both sides of your eardrum when you speak, but then when you hear it back, you're only getting it from one side. So the frequencies are probably just wildly different. I know, I'm no sound engineer. I sell fizzy drinks in cheap bottles, so I don't know. (laughs) I'm not an authority on this. I am not authorized (laughs) to make statements about this. I don't know, but this is my wild hypothesis. Yeah, just a dinky-dye bushwhack and slack-jawed <laughs> Aussie.
0: I'm just an Australian from down under. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought I'd thrown in as many as I could. I, I, I don't <laughs> even know what? what I said now. A bushwhack and slack-jawed, something else. I, I mean, they were all pretty much just me paying myself out, which is like a 90s thing to say. But, yeah, it's me having a shot at myself. Trying to fill in some stereotypes there. <laughs> yeah.
0: Meanwhile, on the back roads... Yeah, in the back roads, country roads, pepperoni you know, has, roll, country That has some
1: country nice girl. to it. It doesn't sound as, you know, fun as when you dial up the accent you know, um, and you talk about things like John bushwhacking, gun-toting, you know, dial it up. <laughs> gun-toting. Gun-toting really isn't a thing here. People don't have, don't have guns here unless you own a property and you're trying to uh, keep foxes from eating your sheep and they're pretty much the only folks who have guns over here. It's just not a thing.
0: Yeah, Australian. It's wild, Australia, yeah. Australia is a to, different, man. You know, like, I've got to imagine we've a, just been getting to a different to place.
1: A weird old rabbit hole of things that are completely different. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, there's so many things about your life, right? You live in a town, you get up in a house that looks a lot like a house that you would have. You drive a car that looks a lot like a car you would have. You drive on the other side of the road because, you know, I don't know, we just do. A cars, I guess, I don't know, more from Southeast Asia where they drive on that side of the road. Uh, so they're all geared for that their roads are geared for that but you know most things I guess have a a real air of familiarity but with a real oh yeah this has been a remote place where people have been left to do for 200 years and they've come up with some really weird habits and um, it's it's almost like if you just left people in the big brother house for a very long time and let them start a whole new civilization I think that's kind of what Australia has become (laughs) in some weird way
0: Yeah, well, I think we. Oh, I gosh, think probably. I probably should, you know, split this episode into it's a two parts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, I had some fun, and you know, um, I'll let you know like when I wow. edited this. I'll probably post the first part today if I had well, time. That's awesome. Thank Maybe you so the much second for one. no a couple it of days. It has been
1: wild to just go down this you know, roller coaster rabbit hole. I've just had a blast. Thank you so much. <laughs> your, what are you going to do with your day now? No it's, problem. What time is it over there? Gosh, what In, are you even going to do? Everyone's your day's almost you can, gone. Mine's only just started. It's, um...
0: <laughs> well, like, I'm really good at multitasking, and to tell you the truth, play, I've been playing it play. on <laughs> this. <laughs> I'm really... Not gonna lie, and oh my god, what the imposter got me! Okay, uh, fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, partway also drove myself while, to that
1: no? town. I was meant to be for work today, so I'm there now, ready to actually do some work. So, uh, company probably not really paying me to appear on other people's podcasts when I should be out there so <laughs> drinks. But it's been a wild ride, and I really enjoyed it, and I was glad to make the time to do it. I know that I'll be working my backside off the rest of the day, but it was absolutely thoroughly well worth it.
0: I'm glad Glad you enjoyed it, it and I'll let you know when I post the first part of this. That'd be
1: fun.